Today's episode of the Chad Duke Show is sponsored by Robert Lemluzzi, or Lemluzzi. Bobby L is what I call him. Generous Bobby L, he's known in some circles. He went to chaddukeshow.com. He clicked on that donate tab, and he fired off $100. Shot the beer, shot the beer. That keeps gas in Jimmy Jester's tank. Keeps the internet flowing here. Keeps us in Waterloo grape-flavored seltzers as well. Sweet Bobby L, thank you so much for supporting the show. If you would like to sponsor an episode of the Chad Duke Show and hear your name right here, go to chaddukeshow.com, click the donate tab, and slide us a hunsky and you you will do just that. Hello, friendos. Toast name is Chad Dukes. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. It's the Chad Dukes Radio Show. It's not free FM. So give Chad a call. Here's the number. 385-645-5375. It's Miller time. What is that, Lil? Twelve hands in a row. Dukes, you son of a bitch. Nobody's that lucky. Now here's your host, the big silly. Chad Dukes. Charlie Hotel. Alpha Delta. Yeah, Dukes. Dig it. There, but for the grace of God, it was me. Where the nickel size hell and the damage dead winds. We rolled over New York, they never let us back in. We blew out the lights, kicked the windows in. And when the law showed up, said they're gonna have to take us in. They're scared of my music. Oh, you got the fucking, um, you got the date right on the, the video gesture. Slowly but surely. Now that what? The music, uh, the music sounds a little hot to me. Are the levels all right? I just want to make sure because my microphone sounds a little low and the music sounds a little hot. I can't hear you at all. You might as well not even talk. Jesse, are you all right? I'm okay. Okay. Music's still real loud. You sure we're cool? Hey, does everybody think we sound okay? In the, okay, that's a real... You just drove that off a cliff. Don't even worry about gradually doing it. Just as quickly as possible. What you want to do is... You don't want it to sound good. You just want your quivering-ass fucking finger to just stab into the slider. Holy shit. We got out of problems already. We're taking on fucking water. You know, like, the, when the Titanic hit the iceberg, it didn't go down immediately, you know? They sailed along for a while. They're like, holy shit, we might have a fucking problem. Oh, boy. That was not a fade. That was a short hair and then long hair type of scenario. All under control, dudes. It is? All right. You look a little nervous. Yeah. A, a little bit. It's fine. You look a little short of breath, but you always look a little short of breath. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the show. It is the Chad Duke Show. Danny Becker says we sound good. So if Danny Becker says we sound good, then we sound good. We are broadcasting live from the Fortress of Solid Dudes in downtown Fairfax, courtesy of Monk's Barbecue. Thank you to Monk's Barbecue for being with us. We greatly appreciate him. I want to kiss his face and his mouth and his asshole, because I know that he... Uh, well, I mean, I mean, you can look at it like that way all you want, but he showers a lot, and then he That's true. he towels his ball bag, grundle, and asshole for at least twenty five minutes before he gets out of the bathroom. So we know that he's going to be fresh back there. Uh, but he's a very hairy gentleman too, so it's going to be uh, <laughs> difficult to know what's what. Um, all right, so this is somewhat tricky. Uh, thank you to everyone in the, in the uh, subscribers chat. 
that is watching this. We decided to stream this episode live in the Facebook subscribers chat. I challenge you fucking cowards to donate 50 <laughs> stars. You don't have the balls, and I know you won't do it because you don't have the gonads. Um, so we've been somewhat clandestine for what's going on here. Uh, and basically what has happened, I think we talked about it a little bit on yesterday's episode, on Tuesday's episode. That uh, Tor is taking a gig where he's got to cut his hours back. And honestly, I don't know the eventuality of that. Um, I know that for two shows a week, bare minimum, he's not going to be available. So that means that it's going to be myself and it's going to be uh, Jimmy Jester, who everybody loves. I think everyone's a big fan of uh, Jim Daddy. Jim Daddy That's pretty loud right there. I'm like, no, 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 don't worry about it, Jess. Don't worry about it. Leave it, Jim. Leave it, Jimmy. Leave it. Go, Jim Daddy. Go, Jim Daddy. I always say that when he's standing out on the roof. I just point off the side of the roof and I go, go, Jim Daddy. Go, Jim Daddy. Um, so, Jim Daddy's here and uh, Ant-Man is here. Hello, Ant-Man. Hey, DeWalt Dukes. How are you doing today? I am DeWalt Dukes. They call me Chad DeWalt. That is what I'm changing my name to. They can't, you're not going to get on camera tonight, though. That's what I want you to know. It's well, going to be right here on Chad DeWalt the whole time. Ah, there you are. Very that, good. that finger is quivering so bad. I'm worried about him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a little concerned. You got any nitro pills, big man? Is there anything I can get, get you? A blood thinner? <laughs> I'd love a nitro pill. Hey, man, do you have any baby aspirin? Can we crush them up and he can just uh, maybe snort them off the fucking... I, I don't, but... But I gotta say, if it went smoothly, I probably would have been more worried. Yeah, like, sure. Like the fact that it just happened like normal with Jimmy, like yeah. I fucked it all up. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty comfortable now. Like I know he's on top of it. Um, basically, for Jim has got a job and he's got a family and he's got all this shit. Um, so he is very uh, amenable to helping me out, and he's been with me for for. Jesus Christ, Baltimore. I was thinking about this. I met Steve Pye in 2005. So that's what? Getting closing in on 20 years. Yeah. Uh, and Jim, I've known you for as long as that, correct? Because that was but W. The fuck was the name of our station? Live 105.7? Right. Well, I was with you at WHFS as well. Before that. Yeah. Fuck. So for oh, you, wow. it is almost. Because that was 2004. Uh, that I was with Jim Daddy. I didn't know you when I was interning at JFK, though, correct? No, no, no. no. I started at HFS. So you were board opping at HFS when I got there? Yes. And you're you're, you're still doing that? Still doing okay, that. Okay, all right. I just wanted to... Where were you working? Where was your other job when I got there? Oh, good Lord. Back then was Chevy Chase Bank. So you... I just want to get this straight. You worked <laughs> at a bank and you board ops, and now it is 2022 and you work at a bank and you board op. It's like you've planned this conversation <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you done the bank thing the whole time? Oh, no, no, because no, you did the, the monkey thing. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he killed the monkeys and had sex with their dead corpses. Um, all, mm. No, no. <laughs> as he was walking them to the Green Mile, he was having sex with yeah. them. And then he plugged them into the machine that sucked the air out of their lungs. <laughs> How do you go from a bank like i get going from frying monkeys after having sex with them to a bank but how do you go from a nice bank job to having sex with monkeys that's a great point and then dispatching them yeah well i mean you have to you have to pay the bills somehow and i got yeah. laid off from a terrible uh, insurance company so you know you had to do what you had to name do. names so yeah. um <laughs> so jim's here so here's how this is gonna go if and i gotta warn everybody that is watching live on facebook this is wednesday's show this is not a bonus show. I'm not doing you any favors. What's <laughs> happening here is that Jim said, hey, dear boy, you know, all can put the goddamn goddamn it up on the Facebook. And I said, well, all right, well, let's go ahead and let's do it. And just if people want to watch, they can. But if they don't want to spurl 
Wednesday's episode. We'll just tell them at the tippity top. Okay, so that's what we're doing now. If you're in the goddamn um, uh, room right now and you're watching live, if you don't want to spoil your episode tomorrow, then bounce on out. Although Ant Man. Very, very threatening before the show began when he's claimed, if these people are going to sit here and watch me, they better donate some goddamn stars. That's right. So and I reminded him he doesn't get any of the stars, and he seemed to, that didn't seem to <laughs> phase him. Only, only yet. I'm working my way to getting some of those stars, damn it. Uh, Stephen N. Gray said, I'm depressed. I hope Tor's not leaving. Stephen N. Gray, I need, you to, I need you to go to a meeting. you got to <laughs> go get help. You're a drunk and a madman. Um, Tor's not leaving. The show, we're just having to adjust the schedule a little bit. That's it. Um, oh, I'd like to thank. There are no need for donations, of course, because we're doing the show that we were already going to do. But I got to thank Phil Kroninger, who's been absolutely on fire as of late. We were doing the Chattanooga Show gaming stream last night. Ant Man was in there. I was giving him a proper ass whooping. Um, hey, I won one. I won one. Did you? Yeah. And then I lost to John Rage. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then you motherfucked him actually quite mercilessly on the on the group chat. <laughs> yeah. Who did? You, who was I playing as when you beat me? Um, I. I uh, you don't remember? No, it was it. Scorpion? Ant Man hit me with a brutality in Mortal Kombat yeah. 11 last night, and if you don't know what that means, it's it's no small deal. It was Aaron Black. I oh, believe that's it was, right. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. Aaron Black. It was, uh, Aaron Black. Um, and Phil Croninger went hard as a motherfucker with the stars last night, and I guess uh, he was drunk enough where he donated again uh, on uh, <laughs> ChadDukesShow.com. So thank you to him. We're not going to drink because I got a doctor's appointment on Thursday, and they're going to tell me I'm passing away. So I'm trying to <laughs> dilute some of the leftover. Uh, Corey Reed just donated 3,000 stars, and he said none of these stars are for Ant-Man. <laughs> oh, what the hell, Corey? I saw the star party went off, too. That was pretty cool. It did. It did. We, hit, we activated a star party. So <clears throat> that is the long and the short of it since it is here we are going to do the bmi a day early and then the way that it is going to work is that tomorrow night we are going to record the fortress film society and then that will be thursday's episode all right all right so i, I know that's a little convoluted and i apologize to everyone for that but um i am still trying to figure out how the schedule is going to work and you know me, uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna allow a day to go by without you getting your show. So that is the way that it goes. So thank you if you're watching live on Facebook, and thank you if you're not, if you're just listening the traditional way. Uh, we announced this yesterday, but as of right now, very very important. Um, at the end of the timpani, if you don't mind, Jester, I saw you lunge for the board. <laughs> as of this moment, as you are listening live, the tickets. For the 500th episode of the Chad Duke show, it's a little low. It's just weird. Like, the levels at the beginning of the show were so... Wow, it's hot as shit. So the levels were so fucking low that I could barely hear myself think. And then the one that I wanted to be, the big dramatic... I'll find somebody that isn't scared to play audio. It's going to take a while. I got two guys that are. Um, I love them both, but that's just the way that it goes. It is Wednesday, and it is the 27th. That means... Tickets for the 500th episode of The Chad Duke Show are available right now on TallyHoTheater.com. There are links on all of our social media, in the bios, on the posts, everywhere. It's gonna sell out. I don't want to hear any bitching. I don't want to hear I stacked the episodes. I didn't know. Gimme, gimme, gimme. I need, I need, I need. I have sympathy for those of you that have lives, but I also don't care. It's not my problem. Um... I already got the, I got kids, I got soccer, I got baseball. I'm not even fucking kidding you. It started yesterday. 
I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. I mean, I appreciate you and your life, and I appreciate the fact that you listen, but you're not my concern. The people that have some sort of stewardship over their existence, that's my concern, because they're going to be there. Talio Theater, August 13th for the 500th episode. I have confirmed already two very special guests that will be live in person. There will be exclusive merchandise. I am working on a musical guest that I think, hey, man, you'll be a fan of. Knock wood. Yep. We'll have to figure out if that works. You all knock wood with me? Yep. I also I also have an update for you. You have an update? Yeah. Wow. The, the uh, tickets are sold out. So you can now reach out to at Pizzo's card. And Ant-Man bot. My bot just killed the Tally Wings website. bot OBX. I've got 250 <laughs> tickets available. Oh. And, uh, yeah. Very loud. So they're only $50 a piece. Music's very loud. And, uh, yeah, that's how it's going to go. So if you're trying uh. to buy them now that you listen at 2 o'clock, they're gone. I'd be livid, and I don't know if I'd ever <laughs> talk to you ever again if you did that, but it, <laughs> it, it would be funny. <laughs> I got to say it. <laughs> when you said it on the show, I was like, I definitely can get that, that bot to That ain't such a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hook the bot right up to his nipples and milk them tickets right out. Um, so as you are hearing this, don't, don't, don't jiggle dick around. Fucking head on over to the website. Let's get the some bitch held out, sold out. You got a friend. You got somebody used to listen. You got someone to listen to Big O and Duke. Someone to listen to the Rodcast. Someone to listen to the wrestling shows. Someone to listen to 106.7. Whatever. Tell them. Bring them. Come on out. Let's get the deal done. I don't want to sit here and be plugging this fucking thing for two weeks. I remember doing that on Bode. It was embarrassing. I don't want to do it. I won't do it. As a matter of fact, I won't do it. If, as soon as the tickets start petering out and we don't sell it out, I'm canceling the whole fucking show. And I'm keeping all your money. That's what think, you do, right? I think that's what you did on Bode as well. Yeah, yeah. I don't, well, I didn't keep any money from Bode. I'm going to tell you that right now. But you threatened to cancel the show. I opened my goddamn wallet up and moths flew out after those shows got fucking canceled. Ugh, what a terrible fucking horrible existence. All right, so... Uh, Taliotheater.com. There's also details on that. Big, big on Dukes to fuck at Chad Duke Show <laughs> on uh, all of the uh, the bullshit Instagram and social media. So go check all of that out, and hopefully we will see all of you out there. Thank you, Chad. So you can turn that off. All of your anxiety can go away. All right. So I got another announcement. It's a big one too, eh, man. So I'm fucking. I'm I'm picking these motherfuckers. I'm robbing these motherfuckers <laughs> blind, man. The Rodcast. This is the Chad Dukes Rodcast. Is available now. Who is this? Now. Guess who? Guess who? Here are your hosts, Barty Lang, yeah. Dane, and Chad Dukes. On CommonwealthDryGoods.com. I told you. I told you, mother grabbers. Attacking me for no reason. Told you. Hold CD is available right now on CommonwealthDryGoods.com. If you'd like to purchase a copy, go on over, grab it, pick it up. Of course, you can still roll by the store. And by the way, thank you to everybody that did yesterday. Uh, a lot of people stopped by so we wouldn't have to ship the goddamn things, and I appreciate that. So for the rest of you that didn't get a chance to buy it, I want everyone to hear the broadcast. We made 500 copies, so there's a bunch left. Go to CommonwealthDryGoods.com and get yourself a Rodcast CD. Me, Barty Lang, Mick Day, and Lottie Dottie. Hey, I, I love that, that show we did, but y'all fired. It was funny. That's why we can't do another episode. Big Boss Dane fired us afterwards. So check it out. All right? Very good. Jason Wall. Oh, that's uh, that's fish, fish, fish. What's not leg? Just uh, messaged in that he loved the broadcast episode. So, thank you, fish. Appreciate that. All right.
let's turn that off. Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right. So I think that's all the uh, the bells and whistles and all the plugs. So um, nice. Let's get down to brass tacks. Yeah, man, I know that you have a BMI that we're going to be doing. I sure do. And your new bit, uh, which I am not a huge fan of, uh, where you look at the back table, pick out a snack that somebody else brought, and then bring it up to the front table and say, I brought these for us to sample here tonight. Well, uh, what, what do you mean? Well, here's the thing. Orgy Beard told me that he had them two weeks ago, and then he magically lost them slash ate them. You're gonna blame Orgy Beard so for this? So then he brought them. You blame an Orgy Beard for this? Is that what you did? Yeah. He's and not even here. I I know, but so then he brought them to me Friday and put them back there, and he goes, "Here's for when you do the BMI next." So you have an Orgy Beard source your snacks for you? No, I didn't ask him to, but he had found them one time before. By the way, the CDs are live because I forgot to go buy the store oh, today. Oh, for the love of the God. Three. <laughs> Dumb son of a bitch. So uh, make sure you're out there getting those CDs for the broadcast um, or else. All right, man. How do you feel about blowing huge plumes of vape smoke for really good bids or oh, really I, good donations? I can do that. You cool that? Mark, yeah. yeah, Mark Borger just does what he always does. And we don't need donations tonight because we're just doing an episode. But Jesus Christ, if you want to do it. Go for it. Thank you to them all. Oh, look at that. There you go. That's for Mark Borger. Look at all that cancer. My <laughs> God. I mean, something was going to kill You know, it's going to take your body 75 years to decompose. That, that's a good thing. <laughs> I mean. Maybe they'll find a way to bring me back Chester, by then. There's not one piece of organic tissue left in that fucking bodice. And there's a lot of tissue involved in that thing. And it kind of makes me happy to an extent because I feel like I'm kind of in the same club with him. So we're going to last forever. Okay. Do you think there's more chemicals than you guys are in those monkeys that you were pumping fill a fucking napalm? Oh, Ooh. man. Wow, that is a tough one. What if they put us in a bag and burn us like hey, that? Hey, done. Mm. If I'm around, I got you, boys. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to last a long time past when you guys go, but you got some mileage on you. Uh, thank you to Mark Borge for absolutely spectacular donation for basically no reason. Appreciate that. Thank you very much. Uh, you were saying, yeah, man, you're blaming Orgy Beard for all your problems. Yeah, so uh, this is all Orgy's fault because if he didn't bring them up here, then I probably would have put in a little more effort but because i knew they were here and i really wanted to try my uh you know i don't i, I, I don't just, know uh, <laughs> i don't know i also know how to finish a sentence to find something myself <laughs> something yeah because you don't spend a lot of time focused on acquiring food for yourself during the week well i i do that a lot and i was actually at walmart today walking around i don't believe and, it and i had this i had this uh, bag of snyder's pretzels that i was gonna bring <laughs> what happened to him well th i then i realized it just said a new improved look not new yeah. flavor and i was like oh, oh yeah. they almost got me jammed up again <laughs> well those snyder's just those chunks with the or if it's the buffalo or the honey yeah. mustard those are some of the greatest snacks i've ever had i ate a whole bag today yep. <laughs> those buffalo so you, ones are so good yeah they're the best so you punished you were you were gonna bring the buffalo wing snyder's chunks of bread those are 25 yeah. years old well i didn't know that and then when i saw new improved look not taste I was sure like, well i guess i can eat these now yeah <laughs> just dug in you gotta keep an eye out now there is a queso fresco i think uh snyder's pretzel twist that is new Ooh. that i don't think that we have tried um i've seen it a couple times but you should be on the lookout for that but okay. um We'll get to that in just a couple of few. I've wanted to talk about this the past couple of days, and I definitely want to bring it up with the uh, Fortress Film Society as well. But um, I, I took umbrage with this. There, we have this uh, this bit in our society now where people that are living incredible lives and have a lot of uh, advantages and a lot of um, money and influence and fame, they like to bitch and moan and complain and fucking say everything's terrible. And I don't mm. believe in it, and I don't like it, and it's nothing political. 
I think that people should be more grateful for what we have where we live. That's it, mm -hmm. is, is basically my political statement. Is I think that while there are issues and there's conversations to be had for the most part, this is as good as it gets, is what we have here. Um, and it has been for a good long while. So I'm a fan of Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, I like True Lies. I like Halloween. Uh, she was in that Everything Everywhere All at Once movie. Played maybe the weirdest character I've ever seen in my life. It was disgusting. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um <laughs> But everyone said she was amazing. I mean, basically, she shits on the pavement. Everybody tells her she's great, uh, which is fine. I've got no mm -hmm. problem with that. She's a good actress. Um, but she did this interview, and she was asked if she'd ever join the MCU. And she claimed that the reason why she wouldn't join the MCU is that Marvel wouldn't know what to do with a 64-year-old woman. And I got a lot of different reactions to that. Um, one is, and I tweeted this out at the time, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer is 64. She currently stars in the Ant-Man franchise, uh, starring Anthony Pizzo. Um, That's right. She was in Ant-Man and the Wasp. She is one of the stars. She's on the poster. Mm -hmm. She's on the fucking poster for Ant-Man versus Wasp Quantum Mania. Uh, she's 64, and that franchise made $622 million on their last movie. Um, Angela Bassett is 63 years old. I believe she's the lead in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. She's the one featured the most prominently in the fucking trailer. She's the queen uh, of Wakanda. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's an older woman, right? Mm -hmm. Now, you could say, well, these are movie stars are good looking. Yeah, a lot of good looking people are movie stars, you know? <laughs> they don't have a lot of big, slovenly, disgusting, fucking <laughs> uh, fat old men that lead movies. You're allowed to be like, you know, Alec Baldwin and be like a wacky sidekick at this point. <laughs> But I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. It's also, I, I don't like to defend Marvel. Marvel can go shit in its fucking hat. Like, can you imagine being Marvel and you have this weeping willow spine where if any group at all bitches at you, then you have to, like, immediately capitulate and start 18 comic books. And the representation is the first thing that you lead all your fucking press conferences with. You're literally spinning plates and juggling and, you know, fucking tap dancing while you're fucking also scat singing to try to appeal to everyone. We got blind people. We got deaf people. We got every walk of life. Everyone's gay. Everyone's married to their same sex. Everybody's a hero. And then Jamie Lee Curtis comes out and shits all over you because you don't have enough old bags and you're fucking... Well, we do. We do. They're there. What do you want? You want me to... Get... What do you want to be? You want to be... You want to be the Punisher? You can't be the Punisher. You're not the Punisher. I'm sorry, Jamie Lee Curtis. Keep in mind... This woman's currently starring in another trilogy for this godforsaken franchise where they've maybe made two good movies. Maybe combined, there's 75 of them. The paycheck she's clocked. And by the way, she's not sitting in an easy chair knitting in these movies. She's slinging iron. She's fucking throwing lead. She's fucking beating up Michael Myers, eight-foot-tall, immortal butcher knife-wielding psychopath. She's slugging it out with him, working the bread basket. I'm like, what, what the balls it takes to say something like this i mean it these people have left reality and that's why i think movie stars for the most part when people say shut up and dribble everyone gets angry it's like no 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 no. these people aren't smart they're talented <laughs> right and they're good looking and we like watching them on and, and acting is a skill it's a skill as much as arc welding is or roofing or anything else pays better but we think that because we admire their pictures that they have something worthwhile to say. And it's just not the case. And this isn't even a political statement. First of all, it's incorrect. It's, yeah. it's not correct. Marvel actually does a good job of booking older ladies in their movies. They do a good job of booking, Jesus Christ, name anyone, yeah. in their fucking movies. <laughs> yeah. um, 
They have the most diverse universe. I mean, it's ever. like it's like it's, fucking. It's and then ridiculous. also, by the way, you're saying diverse. That means it's good. No, your movies can still suck. Yeah, I'm not. It's not. You know, it's great. You know, it's great. I see what happens. Like you see, there's an Asian superhero with an all Asian cast. All the Asian people are very happy. I'm like, that's nice. You know, that, that's mm -hmm. cool. You know, the Miss Marvel. It's not for me. I'm not gonna watch that shit. It looks horrible. But like, you see, young people, people of that ethnic background, they're excited to watch. It's like, oh, that's a nice thing. I, I like that. Good. Be go be happy. But it doesn't mean it's good. Yeah. And that's where we're going to have to start having the schism where it's like, OK, just because the boxes are checked doesn't mean it's good. And just because the boxes aren't checked doesn't mean it's shit. And I think that's why you're seeing some of these other properties that we've talked about. But I like Jamie Lee Curtis um, and I think she's a good actress. But saying something like this is fucking ridiculous. And it also goes to show you what Marvel's do like, you're never going to win. Like, you're never going to please all these motherfuckers. They're unhappy people. These are unhappy people that are not in touch with what they're unhappy about. And they figured out a way to lash out and attack and put you on the defensive because the second they say, oh, you don't want older women in your movie. Oh, 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 oh. Hold on. Well, we'll make Thanos too and we'll make her uh, wear a, 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 a incontinent and calcium deficient. And she's postmenopause. All right. And Thanos too. Here he is. She is. Here she, he, she, they, they. Um, I was irritated by that. Um, and I think that it's not fair. And I think that, uh, you know, if, if you're worried. Hey, remember when Oscar came out and said, I live in Georgetown and young Latino boys come by and I'm someone they can look up to. Yeah. I thought it was a pretty embarrassing thing to say when he said it at the time. But let's just say that's true. Hey, Jamie Lee Curtis, you're an older lady. You're kicking Michael Myers' ass. And you've been doing it now for 25 years, whatever the fuck that it is, yeah. you know? I, 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 I just don't know, don't know where she thinks that's going to get her by saying that. Also, because... well, she's going to get a lot, of, a lot of likes and a lot of favorites and a lot of people are going to think she's a hero. And it's a very easy thing to say. Um, it's just I don't think it's true um and also it's kind of tone deaf you were just in maybe the worst movie i've ever seen in halloween kills <laughs> and it made a billion dollars and yeah. they they said man this is so bad we're gonna fire it up and make another one the next year at every card show somebody from halloween is signing it's unbelievable yeah, because there's so many there's eight different michael <laughs> yeah. myers and there's a thousand different people that have been in the movies yeah. and like they sell all the knives and the masks and like everything you could think of to go to those movies jessica alba came out and said Oh, the Marvel Universe is too white. I'm like, what Marvel Universe are you watching? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, if you are a dude, not a white dude, a dude in the Marvel Universe, they have got to pilot fish 18 other groups onto you to call you an asshole throughout the course of the entire movie while they do all the hard work and you just sit there like an idiot. It's almost like they're, they're, they're saying it just to get a reaction. Like, she... No, you she don't think she believes that? I, I don't know, man. They're... The, the insane shit that, that actors, actresses, and athletes, and, and all these people, when they make these crazy blanket comments that are e so easily proven wrong, it, it just, it, it's almost like a give me some attention comment. Because. Well, it's also, there's no ramifications. Like, if you fuck up and say something incorrect, uh, it doesn't matter because you're on the side of the argument that everybody appreciates. And if you have a different yeah. point of view, then you're intolerant and you're a, a hateful piece of shit. I don't want to get too into the weeds with this conversation, but those yeah. those comments by themselves uh, irritated the shit out of me. Uh, yes, Jim, I've noticed you've leaned into the mic several times and said nothing. <laughs> you ever see the move now, Ant Man? <laughs> yeah. I know I've talked about this move quite a bit. I'm, I'm trying to be mindful of that. <laughs> yeah. He'll look over and he'll go like this, and yeah. then uh, and then I'll go to him and he's like, "Huh? <laughs> <laughs> nothing." Just no, I, giggles I, into the mic. Yeah, that's, that's my favorite. <laughs> There's got to be an axe to grind because it doesn't make sense. Why would you attack? marvel all of a sudden 
Jessica Alba as well. The same, the same thing. I feel like there's there's something behind the scenes that we'll never know. That's well, I think it's easy. Don't you think though that there's no way that everyone's going to give her any real shit about it or anybody at least meaningful? Now, if she came out, if Jessica Alba came out and said, I think Marvel has done a great job of, you know, incorporating different groups that weren't represented into it. Like that's a that's a non-factor to do this now. It's like, oh, I'm a freedom fighter. Like I'm going out and I'm sending nasty tweets out to people that I think are fascists. Anyway. Yeah, patting on the back doesn't get you anywhere. By the way, I, the, the Fantastic Four movies you were in were fucking horrible. <laughs> yeah, they were. You sucked so That's another bad. part about it. I'm like, hey, man, like, you're bitching right now, and you you were paid a bunch of money to do a really bad job. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know. If you watch Honey, the only people reason people watch Honey is because they went to beat off you dancing. Like, that's the only conceivable reason to watch. <laughs> beat off the Honey so many times. Fucking, oh, my God. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. That's that's new. That's a new rev. Oh, speaking of a new revelation, <laughs> Jester hit me with some shit before we move on. Right as I sat down today, he's like, "Hey there, boy. Remember when you and I got into that argument about apricots?" And I said, "Peaches." I said, "What?" He goes, "Apricots. You and I, we really had a big dust dip." And I said, "No, I uh, I don't remember that. What was it about?" And he goes, "Well." You claimed erroneously that the big hunk of something in the middle of an apricot is a pit, and all I said it was a seed, and all I'm right and you're wrong. And I said, yeah, I don't remember that at all, Jim. Um, when when did that happen? Uh, that show where Monk tried to kill me with the ice cream and the meat and the peaches. Okay. Yeah. Your Monk's a bad dude. Um, <laughs> so what happened when you were eating the rock-hard peaches? You asked me if I ate the pit. And my immediate thought was, well, of course I do. I mean, it's just a little inside of the part. But because the big pit, to me, was a seed. Still is a seed. It's you. So you think the giant, the pit, a peach pit, even though the name of the restaurant in Beverly Hills 90210 is not peach seed, it's peach pit. <laughs> you think that it's called a seed, like that educated people call it a seed? Right. The peach pit to me is that little like rough area that's on the inside that the, the seed sits on. No, the pit is the is the actual shit that, that the big knob thing that hangs in your hand. The pit's actually yeah. in circles. I believe the seed is inside the pit. There yes. th- now there is a seed inside the pit. Yeah, but you're wrong. You're saying there's a seed inside a seed? Like the the pit is what protects the seeds yes. inside. Yes, that is correct. How does that, Ant Man know that? Hard shell. How do you know that? Because my my dad's father had a <laughs> Do you mean your grandfather? Yeah, my grandfather. Can I ask you something? I've never met him before. When you say your dad's father, like most people say grandfather, like what's stopping you from saying that? I think because I never met him and my grandfather was who I called my mom's dad on my other side and I never met either of my dad's parents. So it just, I always just referred to him as my dad's father. Yeah, it's uh, It's weird. It makes no sense. (laughs) Um, For someone that spends all day long talking about pronouns and gender stuff you saying my dad's father is like (laughs) strikingly in contrast to a lot of the shit i hear you screaming about um he makes up for it in peach knowledge okay well do you want to let's let's do this i'm gonna just real quick not that i want to use this as my brain but i i think it's sometimes an easy way to uh to alleviate some of these issues Uh, i'll just type in peach pit and we'll see what comes up all right here we go uh images and there we go. So there is a peach pit right there. I'm going to pull it up. There it is. So we cool? Looks yeah, like the a little spot pit. that it's sitting in, the peach pit. No, that's no, the peach. That, hey, Jesse, Jesus you're so... Christ. Oh, God, it's so literal. It's just... <laughs> yeah. no, the pit is the thing in the middle, and then the seed is inside the pit. But you can pull the pit out. 
There's no pit. It's it's completely ensconced. The, the, it's the exact space. You understand this is the exact size of the if there was a pit, it'd be rattling around in there. Yeah. I mean, what you're the, saying the peach makes is sense. exact. It, it's, it grows. The flesh of the peach is there to protect and nourish the pit, which is the hard brown thing. So then that's job is to protect the seed. Yes, the pit's job is to protect the seed, which is inside. If you actually crack that thing open, there is a seed inside of it. You have, what did you think? I made it up? What I mean, how long has this been an issue for you? You tell me a lot of lies. Wait a minute here. <laughs> what? What's one <laughs> lie I've told you? You're getting paid tonight, Jimmy. <laughs> there, there, okay. All right, there's one. You know what? what? Lie number one. I haven't told you one lie. As a matter of fact, you've you I've caught you in about seventy five lies. And we really want to get down to brass tacks. Oh. When you claimed you never bullied anyone on earth, and then I had a guy give me blow by blow accounts of you bullying, you screamed, No, I haven't, and then listed thirty five ways you bullied kids, <laughs> including the one that he accused you of. I'm not a bully, I'm playful. What's bully? <laughs> you also said that they don't have pizza at the Dollar Tree. In Charlottesville. Oh, that's a really great point. And then, and then it, tripped up on your own goddamn audio. They had pizza, but it had vegetables on it. You call me a liar. I say I was being honest. This guy, Phil, says, uh, Baltimore County, my public school beginnings were in PG County, and even I know what a peach pit is. <laughs> right, look, I'm just telling you, but like, not only is it bad that like you didn't do any research at all, you just said, oh, I'm right, and then continued, and then brought it up tonight, Ant-Man. I yeah. completely <laughs> forgotten about it, and now I think you're dumb again. Like that's the, I, I got past it. I was back to, oh, there's Jimmy. I'm happy to see him. And now I realize, A, he's dumb, and B, he holds a grudge. Yeah, he does hold a grudge. And then he thinks I lie to him all the time. And he takes everything so literal yes. that it, it – I, I mean, I guess that's a good way to live. If everything that is – like you don't have to think about anything, what anything means. You just take it so literal. What do you mean? The hood of a car. Right. No one's ever built a sweatshirt that big <laughs> yeah. that a car could wear a hood. That's yeah. stupid, dudes. You're dumb and stupid. Exactly. Jim, what have I lied? Life. Seriously, what have I lied to you about? No, you're not a liar. You don't lie. To you, me. you just said that. I know. I was just trying to be funny. Oh, that was a joke. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right fair enough. Hard to tell when he's ready to talk when he's making jokes. <laughs> I'm just gonna let the laughter die down in the audience, and then uh, hopefully we'll get back to it. Uh, I hate it, man. Yeah. What about you lying about how many kids you have? Oh, I've yeah. never done such a thing. Big lie right there. I've got like five of them, and you cop to two or yeah, three. Three at least. Somebody, uh, I have cooperation on that, too, that back in the HFS days that they were operating under the assumption that Jester had two kids. And so if that is the case, then there are four. Or there were four. And then something happened, like a fellow's dog. <laughs> oh, Might be in a fellow's dog situation. That's all I'm saying. Took him down to the pier. I, I don't know. Well, no, that was a lake. It was a lake. Oh, that's right. Uh, Amy doesn't listen to any of the shows. No, that no, I no. Do. I'm saying the Baltimore Pier. Oh, such a problem. Such <laughs> I a know problem. that it was the lake outside of it. Is there a very famous Baltimore Pier? Uh, what, yeah. By you're talking the, like Pier Six. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, you know, you just let him off the hook. He has no idea <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. By dealing by with Camden you two, Yards. Dealing with you two is going to be frustrating. <laughs> a, I can already tell that. There's right a now. Hooters on the pier down there. There's your Hooters. That's a boardwalk. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's well, not a pier. There's a boardwalk out in front of that Hooters. Yeah. Is it still there, by the way? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> You'll get robbed out in front of it. Tell you that much. Um, all right. Let's let's uh, let's do the BMI. Do you guys – I want to talk Kyler Murray. I know you guys are two big football fans, so we'll talk right. about that. And then I also wanted to ask Jester about his reaction to the uh, 
the Ray Lewis controversy on yesterday's (laughs) episode, which, uh, yes, a lot of people have actually tried to follow up with me about. I'm like, I don't have any more information. Spider Clam's a weirdo. That's the extent of my knowledge. We'll get to it here. This is the Body Mass Index on the Chad Dukes Show. I got about 100 fucking orders for that goddamn CD already. I'm... I'm going to be chained to a desk in that place. <laughs> well, the good news is you don't have to ship the ones I bought. Oh, you're just going to stop them? up. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. You could have just stopped by the store today, by the way. We were open. I know. I just, I completely forgot <laughs> <laughs> until right. you said something. All right. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. So uh, this week I, I went and I found a really good barbecue place that sells ice cream. Um, I'm just kidding, Monk. He gets angry when I try barbecue. He also doesn't like it when you poke fun at him that way. (laughs) He'll throw his hat on the ground. I've seen him do it. Uh, So, Tor, a couple weeks ago, did the story about the Sour Sour Patch Kids float at Sonic. Sour Patch Kids float. And Yep. And uh, so I went there to try it from Sonic. And it is a vanilla it has vanilla soft serve ice cream in the middle with watermelon sour patch kids slushy on the outside and then sour patch bits like sprinkled on top of it now when that sounds like too much when i think of a like a root beer float like my favorite part of a root beer float is like the how the ice cream kind of like melts down and you almost have like that uh crystally exterior shell where like the soda freezes to the ice cream i don't have any idea what you're talking about okay i'm gonna take your word for it that you know more about root beer floats than i do but i don't know the phenomenon of which you speak well it's i i know a lot about root beer floats (laughs) (laughs) all right um so they serve it with a straw which is completely useless because in the bottom of the cup sat (laughs) the big pyramid of vanilla ice cream sure and then the slush went around it and none of it mixed together. Okay. So it was real problematic. Is it supposed to mix together? Yeah, because a root beer float, everything kind of mixes together. I don't know, and- man. I feel like there's a big chunk of ice cream sitting at the bottom of the root beer float. That's the whole gag. Yeah, it is. But you don't... I mean, you're eating that with a spoon. And you could still, like, drink the... Like, you couldn't have, you couldn't, couldn't take have. a sip of this uh, because we it was so thick. <laughs> I got to say, though, they nailed the watermelon slush. Okay. It was tart. It was really good. Having the little sweet treats of the Sour Patch Kids in there. The sweet treats? Yeah, well, they were sweet by the time I got to the treats. Because the tart stuff is all melted off. Right. All right. Um, but it just, I, it, it sounded like something amazing. I, I was not thrilled with it. So because of that, I went and I got, I noticed also. <laughs> you followed up, did you? Well, because they had a big sign out front when I went through, and I almost changed my mind, but I was committed to getting this. But then when it wasn't as good as I wanted it to be, I could go to the other one. And they had the Shark Week float. which is The a, Shark Week float? Yeah. Is it filled with chum? It's a coconut. <laughs> chum and cum. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a coconut slush finished with Fish real eggs. strawberries right. and two giant shark gummies on wow. the top. Wow. Chunks of the Kittner boy. That's what they have in there. Oh. So, and Pippet. So that, Chunks of Pippet. <laughs> that, I was like, all right, that, that's got to be better. Shark Week float. Yeah. And it's it was available from last Sunday. I don't remember what the date is, the 24th, sure. to this uh, Saturday, which you know is the, the you 31st. You know the, 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 the Shark Week ripoff, which I believe is called Shark Fest, goes a full month? 
Oh, no, I did not. Yeah, I think it's on the Nat Geo channel because huh. I find myself every once in a while, if they have one that's not interesting enough, I flip back and forth to see. Like, the only show I really enjoy is the one where they breach the great white sharks where they oh, come exploding yeah. up out of the fucking water. <laughs> yeah, it's the best one. I used to sit and watch Shark Week, like, in a nod. Smoking peyote, yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> but I've, I've dug it ever since. <laughs> I know, but I feel like you watched all this shit and you don't remember anything about any of it. Well, I remember it when I'm watching it. Okay. Because it's, you know, happening right then. That's if you true. were to quiz me five seconds later, right. I'd know all the answers. All right. Who who played Ray Stance in Ghostbusters? Um, Ray Stance is the guy with the shorter guy with the glasses. Right. Um, that is. It's not Dio because he's in the band. Yeah, Dio's not in Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You're not saying you know it. You're just going to whatever your stock answers yeah, are. When I ask you. I, I always start with Dio and work backwards. Because you think that I ask you about Dio so much that it's <laughs> yeah. clearly got to be Dio. Yeah. If Ronnie James Dio played Ray Stance, I'm there for that movie. Um, I. You know who I always confuse him with? Who's that? And, and it might actually be him, and I could just be wrong here. But the guy, the dad from Home Alone. I mean, not from Home Alone. From uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Rick remind- Moranis. Yeah. Who does he remind oh, you of? Yeah, yeah, that is, that is him. <laughs> Who? That, that's uh, the guy from Ghostbusters is Rick Moranis. Okay, but what are we? But who's Ray Stance? Oh, that's not Rick Moranis? No. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Do you know who Ray, Rick Moranis plays? Um, He's a friend of ours. I'm trying to think of who our friends are. Louis Tully. Oh, yeah. You thought Louis Tully's name was just Louis Tully? No, I knew it wasn't Lewis Tully because we're friends on Facebook. Right, but I, I didn't know that that was. Yeah, he the dressed Ghostbusters like he dressed name. like Lewis Tully from the Ghostbusters at an old live show, and he looked exactly like Lewis Tully. <laughs> so we've called him that that ever since. Oh, okay. So you thought Rick Moranis was Ray Stance? Yes, he's Lewis Tully. Okay, Ray Stance is who? I don't know. Lewis Tully. He's in. I'm co- so he's in. Con- okay, he's in Coneheads. He's in. Oh yeah. The Great Outdoors. Oh, it's uh. He's in Tommy Boy. Why did John Candy come to my head? I know that's wrong. Well, because the Great Outdoors, John Candy's in the Great Outdoors. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, that's right. Guess. Okay. Um, John Candy is not Ray Stance. No, though. he's his brother. And <laughs> It's true, actually. Yeah. They were in the cabin together at the end. And <laughs> actually through the whole film. Yeah. It was on this weekend. I was watching <laughs> well, it. Well, Great Outdoors, if, it, if it's on, I'll watch that every single time it's yeah, on. I can't think of that guy's name. The bat hits him in the face. Yeah. You can't think of John Candy's name? No, I know John Candy. I can't think he of... He plays uh, Elwood Blues. John Belushi. That's right. All right. Now that we've got it, John <laughs> Belushi is Ray Stance. We can actually get right back to the BMI. Let's reset ourselves here. <laughs> this is the Body Mass Index on the Chad Duke Show. I got a great surprise for everybody at the 500th episode of the Chad Duke Show. Tickets on sale now. We're going to play a live rendition of Does Ant-Man Know It? Oh, and no. I can't yes. wait. I can't wait. Um, so back to my float, <laughs> my shark wheat float. Sure. That was delicious, by the way. Coconut and strawberry mixed together, knowing that you got two delicious shark gummies at the end of it. And it was only two ninety nine. was a great treat after I spiked the fucking Sour Patch one into the fucking trash. So it, was, it wasn't even, the Sour Patch Kids one wasn't even good enough for you to finish it. It was just, it was so thick and i just didn't know what to do with it it was like i'd say the same thing about megan the stallion (laughs) it's just so thick i don't even know what i can do with it i just every time i finally went in i got a spoon and i would like try to scoop some of the ice cream out and i I have those white work shirts i just had fucking red shit all down the front of me 
like sour patch Gross. gummy bites like stuck it, to my tits. Is it Kathy's that time of month? Yeah, I mean, it looked like somebody <laughs> just peppered me. Hey, <laughs> just fucking got that. Damn it. I was getting some really good. <laughs> I had some Kathy shots I was getting off on Saturday night. It Jester, was, you would have fought me over it. It was brutal. <laughs> she brutal. took a bath. God damn. I took a bath with her. Oh, no. Um, I think Sour Patch Kids like are incredibly trendy right now, too. And um, I mean, they're fine. I've always liked them. But A, they're not nearly as sour as they used to be. We got this Sour Patch Kid popcorn over in uh, the shop once and i said to my wife i was like who the fuck is gonna buy this like this <laughs> sounds gross and the first weekend it was all gone i just think that you can slap that brand on anything right now and people are gonna go hog wild for it yeah but you're right it, it's not nearly as sour i saw like the other day they had uh st- sour patch kids strawberries yeah and even i they, they were just like regular gummies with like crystal on the outside they were they weren't sour at all no nah, so. those are pretty good though i think i had a bag of those I, yeah, I, I mean, they're good. I, I like to sample all of the yeah. candy that comes into the shop. I, I ate them all, but um, they just weren't sat. Like, I remember Difficult leaving the movie theater after eating a box of those, sure. and the roof of my mouth would be all fucked up. Yeah. And, and like, I, you know, they were just so good, and they it were was really a, sour. It was a running gunfight whenever you ordered yeah. s- Sour Patch Kids inside of your mouth, and then you're just ruined. And God forbid you had, like, a glass of grapefruit juice at any yeah. point in the near future. Just fucking howling. Yeah. Um, but do you like the, the Shark Week one? The Shark what, what Week one, uh, look, I'm giving the Shark Week one a five. Right. Wow. Because it was so good that I went back and had a second one the next day. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Which was today. Are you back to Ant-Man Prime weight? No, but I was out and I was out that way. I had to go out there yesterday what and drop way? off to Manassas, uh, whatever that is. Is that where they weigh pachyderms? <laughs> yeah. so that's where he has to go to get on the scale. And, uh, pachyderm whale facility. I had to go back out to the same job today, and I go, well... It's a little hot out. Sure. What what else is going to do me better than a Shark Week float uh, at exactly. 1.30 in the afternoon? You treat yourself. <laughs> You're knocking off. It's 1.30. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my day was done. Day's done. I went to the office two hours late. Right. Picked up my lunch pail from Dick Smokehand. Dropped off a couple of screws. Why does Dick Smokehand have your lunch pail? Uh, because he bought ice cream out at Monk's when okay. we were there on... Did we go there Friday or, or Thursday? It was back when we picked up the saw. Yeah, when we picked yeah. up the sawhorse. Then I said, hey, don't take my lunchbox home. And so he took my lunchbox home with his ice cream in it. <laughs> and, I, and I had to get it back from him. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big problem. Yeah. He's been really weird that day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> while we're on this sub, what did you? Get, what is the score for it? So so that one, I'm giving it a five. Uh, I'm wow. telling you, I wish they had this year round. Something about, like, like the coconut wasn't overpowering when you mix the What's the second flavor? Coconut and strawberry? Yeah, it's coconut, slush, good. and then it's almost just, they put real strawberries with a little bit of like a strawberry syrup on the top. Syrup. And it was amazing um i like coconut flavored anything so i'd probably give that a go is a this is i don't want this to be one of those pedantic hot dog sandwich debates but would you guys consider a frosty to be a shake i because it ain't ice cream it's not ice cream so what do you call it i wouldn't call it a milkshake but then what would you call it it's not a malt i mean how many different classifications do we have for something that comes in a cup that you have for dessert after a meal like that. So I think of a shake as something you could drink through a straw or even a thicker straw. That And then there's like soft serve ice cream and then there's regular ice cream. Right, but soft serve ice cream to me is more like froyo. You know, it's more like frozen yogurt. It's still, you're not drinking that. You're sitting there and 
Right. And, and a frosty. Don't sometimes they give you that that spoon that has the big thick square straw so you can they slurp used it up. To, but now they just give you a spoon. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I've driven around and spilled chocolate all over myself. I I believe that. Have you ever done the shirtless Puerto Rican where you buy the pint of Haagen Dazs from Seven Eleven and then you don't have a spoon so you just squeeze it oh. and, and eat it. <laughs> you eat it like that and then you actually have. Uh, your arms and legs get shellacked to the seat of your net, your fucking geostorm, because uh, you have so much sticky, <laughs> melted ice cream all over you. I have done that. Hey, dude, Miller, we got to eat all this ice cream, Altman. We got to do it right now. We got to drink all these beers. That was one of my favorite stories that Barty used to say. He would, he would live with Onhill, and Onhill would be home, and he'd be so unhappy from work. But Othello would get home from work, and Onhill would just be sitting at the table upstairs. And he'd be, and his shirt would be off, and he'd have like his gun belt on. And he'd be like, "Dude, old man, we gotta drink all this wine." And he'd have like three <laughs> bottles of wine out in front of him. <laughs> He's like, "Dude, old man, someone left a case of beers over here. We have to drink them all." <laughs> and then uh, at the end of it, he go, "Dude, old man, we gotta go get ice cream right now." And so they would they would drive around to the uh, the Seven Eleven, and he would buy two pints of ice cream, and he would squeeze them, and then just sit there eating them in the car on the way home. Dude, Mira, it's the only way this is going to work. And if he didn't, then Anhel would follow him down the stairs and just like curse him and jump on his back. And it sounded like fucking torture. Those little uh, Hagen Dazs cups that they sell in Ben and Jerry's are good for squeezing the ice cream. Right, up. but I'm talking about the pints. No, like I've never done it with a pint, yeah. just like the smaller. Well, they got those little sampler. Yeah. Things, right. All right. So what did uh, what did Orgy Beard bring us that we are going to sample that you try to take credit for? Big verbal nod, Orgy Beard. By the way. So, Orgy Beard brought us the Snickerdoodle Pop Tarts. You're um, like you're like Scarface, and he's like your salsa. He's like su- he's like <laughs> yeah, supplying yeah. you. <laughs> um, so and I, I'm Frank. I'm, I'm the one that's just trying to have common sense and live a good <laughs> life, and I'm gonna get whacked out, shot my own car dealership. So, uh, Snickerdoodle is one of my favorite cookies. So I'm super <laughs> excited to try this. Not that I not that I don't eat any cookies. Now, Jimmy, you haven't been here uh, every day, but the next time you hear Ant Man describe a type of cookie and <laughs> right. it's not followed with one of my favorite cookies, I had this earlier today. Oh, okay. Um, it, it, let me know because then you win the prize. <laughs> um, biggest problem I have with these Ant Man spoiler alert: no icing. Yeah. No I icing know, at I just all. That. Now it has that little weird snickerdoodle. Like uh, it's not cinnamon Ooh. sugar. What type of sugar is that on top of a snickerdoodle? I don't. I don't know. I don't know either. I thought it was your favorite type of cookie. Yeah, but I only make eat them when they're cooked. I've never made them. Yeah, so Normally, I just smell them from upstairs and come down. Take when a... Kathy's not in the room and steal them out. <laughs> okay, because she's made them for like children, maybe at the church. Yeah, like a retirement party or something. And then <laughs> I just take the... the spatula and I scoop them while they're still cooking right. off the pan while they're hot and gooey. Hey man, what was the uh, the item before you try that thing? What was the item that? Kathy had a box of in the freezer, and you cut a hole in the back of the box, and you were sneaking them out the back, so she thought that the box was still closed. <laughs> the, the cannolis, the little frozen, or, or the, uh, the, 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 the the I can't even. She had the little cannolis, and they also had the um, they've got chocolate on them and cream in the middle. The um, Boston uh, cream pies. Yeah, you know, like the little frozen guys that you can get, no. like a whole tray of them. Uh, I don't. It's not um, my wheelhouse. Yeah, I like can't puff think. things. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I know what he's talking about. So, yeah, so real good. Kathy bought a box. Yep. And I, it, 
you would cut a hole in the back and just yeah, scroll I would, them out. I would just take the knife and I'd cut the back perfectly, and then I would always put the back to the back of the freezer, right. so they looked like they were sealed the whole time. But but what's what what's your end game? Like, did you did you have delusions of I'll replace this after I eat them all? Because you know you're going to get found out when she goes to get, grab one finally and the box is empty. Well, they had sat there for you know a couple days, so I <laughs> oh, figured an eternity, <laughs> and then. And then my dad said, don't touch them there for a retirement party. But I just, you know, after drinking all day, and those things looked real good. Sure. <laughs> and, and they've said this before because they make these, uh, I can't even think. They're like Fig Newtons that have icing on them. It's like an Italian thing. They, Fig Newtons with icing on them? Some people are asking yeah. if you mean chocolate eclairs. Yes, that's what I, yes. Are they mini chocolate, chocolate eclairs? Because yeah, the eclairs like kind of big. It's yeah, like a big, long. But they're like mini ones, and they just come in a, a that is tray. that is such a forty five year old woman snack, <laughs> and like that doesn't shock me that Aunt Man is just pummeling those left and right. Oh, well, they're delicious, especially when they're frozen. Stinks. That cream on the inside. Would you rather hard be, and... be honest? You love wings, right? Yeah. Would you rather have the mini eclairs or wings? Oh, the mini eclairs. Yeah, I knew it. I just knew it. It has to always be the sugar. Yeah. All right. So, but 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 the, the, when you they find out they're gone. Yeah. Oh like, shit! Hits the fan. So here's what happened. So you just planned for that? You're like, I'm just going to take an acre of shit for this? Well, I planned on replacing them. But, you know, I forget things a lot. I'm, I'm lazy. No and lies told. And then I woke up and I was going to work. Only truth. And I came downstairs and my dad goes, all right, you're on your own tonight. We've got this retirement party. And I immediately go, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Because you know <laughs> she did. You called down the thunder. Of the chocolate eclairs, right. all of them except for the one at the very front. Right. I don't even know why I left that one. I should have just probably because you couldn't before. reach it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't get his fingers in the tiny hole. But yeah, so that that didn't go over too well. Yeah, I, I mean, I would be hypocritical if I never did it with my parents when I was in my late thirties. Um, <laughs> but anytime my wife makes trays of deviled eggs, I smash at least. Like, I will smash. One the night before, she says, no, you can't have them. I think she makes an extra one just because she knows what's up. And then as I'm sitting in the back seat, I'll eat the second tray. So we'll arrive with, instead of three trays of deviled eggs, one tray of deviled eggs. And then I open it up and I like I take, you know, I got to get my beak wet. Like, yeah. I, I take my pit and so I, I grab like three before I even leave there. So there's probably about six total halves of deviled eggs that people enjoy. So my dad buys the ice cream for the house, like the. Uh, Can you tell your dad to stop doing that, the, please? <laughs> the ice cream cones, or or you know, all kinds of different stuff. And the rule is one per night. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Well, he, you know, he doesn't. Okay. If I, That's if, the if rule. If I walk out eating two, it's going to be a problem. Doesn't your dad? Or if I eat one and go back for a second, like it's like, all right, piggy, calm down. But hey, man, your dad is the one that you were asleep in bed. He came upstairs <laughs> and he said. Hey, you hear that sound downstairs? That's the treadmill, fat boy. You yeah. need to go downstairs and get on it. Yeah. Wouldn't it be then in his best interest to not provide you one ice cream cone a day? Yeah, probably. Okay. But uh, so this was my move. I would when I was because after I got done with the weight loss bet. Oh, I, you're done with. I it was already. like, man, now I can have my ice cream at night. <laughs> but my dad wanted me to work out, so I would be like, all right, I'm gonna go from the back and get on the treadmill, and I'd go in the back and start the treadmill up, and I. I can sit on the edge of it. You just let it my, run by itself. My oh cream. my god! <laughs> and then I get on the treadmill. Are you lying? <laughs> no, I'd get on the treadmill. So you do half the amount you should on the treadmill, yeah. and eat your ice cream cone. Yeah, and then I would get on the treadmill just enough to get sweaty, and then I'd shut that fucker off, and I'd be like, 
Oh, I did two miles tonight, Dad. Look at me go. And then, and then one God day I came home and he bless. goes, he goes, are you really walking? Or because I found all these ice cream wrappers <laughs> in the trash can in the back. God damn, you know, I was man! Like, God damn it, he busted me. Fucking that attic shit follows you even for that. That is so crazy. I mean, I love ice cream, and it, look, I ain't you know gonna go dad, to jail for ice cream. Your, I know, but your dad has got to like, he's got to get a separate freezer that he puts a lock on where he wears the key around his neck or something. You know, like that's got to. That's the only way it's gonna work. Yeah, it's a, it's a problem. So get a big bag of McDonald's when I roll in here tonight. No, uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to be doing a lot of walking this week. I've okay. got to, you know. All right, I don't need to hear your life. Pack it on. Amen's going to a five-day <laughs> baseball card selling convention. It's just you might as well just go to Cocaine Fest. It's like heaven. It's feeding your addiction. All right, well, how do we get here? I don't want to. No, I, no, I, I, I want to try this. Cookie. I'm in the fucking vortex of Ant Man. Right now. Try the fucking try the Snicker. This is the Body Mass Index on the Chad Duke Show. A lot of people are saying the uh, that the stuff on top of the Snickerdoodle is brown sugar, but I really don't think that it is. It's a different texture. Um, I mean, I don't know what else it would be. It's not cinnamon. It's on top of this pop tart. There is no icing, and for the most part, icingless pop tarts to me are useless but uh i would agree with what ant-man said about snickerdoodles i'm a huge fan of snickerdoodles as a whole haven't really encountered a bad one there's even um there's i've talked about this cookie before on the show i don't know what it's called maybe somebody in the chat will know it's called like len and harry and it's a uh like a protein cookie where it's supposed to have like less sugar in it and more protein i still think it's bad for you i think it's got a bunch of calories in it but it's packaged and it's supposed to be a healthier like plant-based cookie and it's pretty fucking good because it's a big snickerdoodle. Like, it's almost impossible to fuck it up. So, um, I'll let you boys go first. I do have a uh, a score for this Pop-Tart. It, it's definitely interesting. I think, you know, you brought up the fact that it didn't have ice icing on it. And I can... It definitely feels like that would have helped it out a lot more. Mm. Um, it did have the snickerdoodle flavor. But it, it was... Not as good as I thought. I mean, I'd give it. It's it, maybe it's better warmer too. But that could be. I had a cold too. Yeah, but I don't warm up pop tarts. I can't tell you last time I've had a hot one. I have never warmed them up except one time. Why are you pointing at your genitals? Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> one time those I keep two up, ice packs on them at all times. Um, I, I I don't know. I maybe a three five because it, it's not offensive. It's not great. It was. It's definitely lacking the icing. But, sure. But it tastes has that snickerdoodle taste to it. Jester, did you pull out a bunch of bush lights to pound? Yeah, just in case. Jesus Christ, I had no idea you wanted to do that. Well, <laughs> do one for nice lady Danielle then. She just went okay. she just went crazy in the goddamn chat. Nice lady. I blown away by your support as always, but my God. You're you're without peer. There is nobody on your level. Oh. She, she's like Achilles. You just said, like, all right, we got to take Sparta. All right, send Achilles. <laughs> we don't need an army. Just send them over there. They'll drag the, oh, Trojans. They'll just drag the Trojans yeah, out yeah, by their yeah. fucking hair. All right, what do you got there? Are you doing the shotgun bit right now? Are you going to hate Airboy yourself? I don't see why not. Let me see the hole. It's a little. It's not big enough. All right. You got to carve that hole out a little bit. You have no idea what you're... I'm really nervous about this. I've never seen anyone so lost. Here's what's going to happen. Uh, he's going to spill it all over that himself? That beer is going to shoot all over this board <laughs> over here, and all this is going to be for nothing. And then we're going to have to eat more food. I'm going to have to go try some more floats. By the way, it's Tuesday. This is supposed to be a <laughs> yeah. hoot nanny type experience right here. 
You got to give the uh, big man, you got to give Tor credit. He makes it look really easy when he's doing it. He really yeah. does. All right. And Are you ready, Justin? The other night was insane. Yeah, it was nuts. All right. You going to hate Airboy yourself? Oh, yes. All right. This is for Nice Lady Danielle. Unbelievable donation on ChadDukeShow.com. Nice Lady Danielle. Eight Airboy! Oh, that's nice. That's a personal one right there. I mean, that hole is so small, it's going to take him 10 minutes to chug that fucking thing. No, I thought it was running down his sleeve, but it's no, just no, the wire. No, no, no. He's all right. <laughs> that's not bad. That's pretty water. quick, Jester. Yeah. Oh, oh. Gross. Why does Jim's always sound like his pancreas oh, is yeah. coming up out of his throat? Oh, oh my I'm gonna, God. I'm going to puke. Oh, Jester, God. it's lunchtime for people. <laughs> Dude. Oh, my <clears throat> God. <clears throat> Dude. <clears throat> Pardon me. It smells like the dumpster behind a Roy Rogers. I'm so glad I ate this pot tart before that. I'm going to fucking puke. <laughs> Danielle deserved better than that, Jim. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> what, what were all those noises? They, was, they came from eight different locations on your body. It's tasty. Disgusting. <laughs> uh, Larry and Lenny's cookies are the cookies that I'm talking about. That's it. Yes. Oh, okay. They're good. There's I'll a couple different a ones. Yeah, there's a couple different ones that are pretty good. Um, Jimmy, have you recuperated enough to give a uh, a grade for that fucking snickerdoodle? Yeah, I'm a little disappointed, to be honest with you. I didn't think the frosting part would piss me off, but it kind of did. If it had frosting, I think it would be yeah. the best Pop-Tart of all time. Now, what's in the center, the the, the goodness, that's, that's perfectly fine. Why are you fine. pointing at your asshole right now? <laughs> <laughs> but when you just take a bite of it, it seems like the outside of it, there's a lot of... Uh, is that crookie, whatever the hell now, that's called? Now that I tried crookie. a little bit of the without the crust on the outside, the crookie, right? That that part is is good, but the, yeah, I well the pop tart, the icing, the sucks. edge of the pop tart around where the icing is is fucking useless. Yeah. Like I, I, a lot of times I break it off and I'll throw it to the dog or something of that nature. It's not anything. What did you give it, Jimmy? Uh, I give it a three at best. A three, a three for a pop tart. For a pop tart, I still think that's pretty good for a pop tart. Um, this is the Body Mass Index on the Chad Duke Show. All right, so these are Snickerdoodle Pop-Tarts. Look, let's be honest. They're pretty fucking good. Like, if there was a box yeah. of these sitting in your kitchen every morning, you'd have one, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, Pop-Tarts Pop -Tarts can be pretty lame. Um, I, I'm a fan of the Pop-Tart. Um, Tor accused this of just being a cinnamon sugar Pop-Tart without the icing. And I, for a second... He almost had me, but I do think the interior, whatever they call it, the filling, mm -hmm. the, uh, the the goop, whatever it is, it's a little different. Um, I'm such a fan of the Snickerdoodle that I don't know that I would buy them again, but I think what's hurting these is we all love Snickerdoodles so much, and it sounds like such a great combination that the yeah. lack of the icing, you're like, oh, this can't be not be disappointing. I'll give them a three still. They're a three. They can't be worse than a three. It was, uh, you're right, Amen. When you got in its guts... You know, you're just right in the center of it. You're like, this is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm telling you that Lenny Lenny Clark fucking plant-based cookie is better than that. And All it's right. a plant-based fucking cookie. So um, it's worth checking out. Uh, oh, by the way, I think Daniel wanted a plume of smoke as well. Oh, okay. So if you don't mind. Daniel, you can have whatever you want. Amen will smoke himself <laughs> to death if you like it. Here we go. Actually, I want you to write a smiley face in the plume, too, if you don't mind. Amen. All right, there you go. <laughs> smells like it just smells like apple jacks i don't know how that could possibly be good for you now now it looks like the, the building is on fire 
or, <laughs> or Snoop Dogg is here. That that was some delicious grape nerds flavored vape juice. Going out to you, Daniel. <laughs> grape nerds flavored vape juice. Yeah. Oh my god! All natural grape nerds yeah. vape flavoring. <laughs> all right, very good. Um, all right, so we all gave that a review. Uh, we have some uh, some information for the people. We do. Sorry, I had to click over to my <laughs> my story here. This is the most professional show uh, I've ever done. So, I know not everybody is a fan of candy corn. I personally, I love candy corn. So do I. Yeah. Um, it's so, a big contention that I have. Where people just start shitting on it right around August. Yeah. Well, candy corn is coming out with a new tailgate candy corn flavor. So it's gonna have. What does that mean? It's got fruit punch, vanilla ice cream, hot dog, hamburger, and popcorn flavored candy corn. Hamburger flavored. That sounds disgusting. That's what they're claiming. Um, here's my problem with this whole thing. Is if you mix a hamburger flavored candy corn <laughs> with a fruit punch, it's not going to be good. No. If they nail the flavors individually packaged, yeah, they might be all right. But I'm not sure if I would eat a hamburger flavored candy. And I... Was trying to find out if this was just like a limited thing, but I couldn't. I, I didn't see that it's limited it's anywhere. Gonna, it They're is. just adding it to the summer. Well, it's, um, it's for football season. If it's tailgate, yeah. then it's for the end of summer going into autumn. And it's available exclusively at participating Walgreens. So I am going to look to see if I could find these things because I'm interested to see how they do on the flavoring. Who the fuck goes to Walgreens? <laughs> uh, um, Walgreens. I mean, I think there's one. Uh, Walgreens <laughs> might go to Walgreens. There's a Walgreens over there, I think. Yeah. Um. It's a gimmick, though. I mean, this is the same thing as those jelly beans that all taste mm -hmm. the disgusting flavors, right? Yeah. I had a cheeseburger. There was, uh, back when we did the show at uh, in Fairfax at uh, JFK, there was cheeseburger-flavored combos, and those were a 10 out of 10 because they were like, they had that little pickle tinge to them at the end of it. Oh, uh, okay. But I just don't think for a candy, especially like a uh, a candy corn, that's going to work. Yeah, and candy corn naturally has like some sugar to it, so it's... Uh, Gonna add some sweetness, no matter what they do. Is there a Starburst candy corn? What, what's is, is there? Um, or is there a Skittles candy corn? Somebody makes a candy corn that tastes more like an actual existing candy. That's I guess would be less offensive to people that don't just like the taste of candy corn, which I do very much. Mm -hmm. I don't like the chocolate candy corns as much as the uh, the originals. The EOGs. originals are my favorite. Yeah, they're excellent. Yeah. I, I don't know why everybody gives them, especially with uh, crazy everyone is for gummies now, mm -hmm. and just everyone's got a sweet tooth. I don't know why they take as much shit as they do. These sound yeah. gross. Um, I mean, I guess I'd try them if somebody wanted to bring them in here. Yeah, I feel, I mean, I think the fruit punch one has potential. The vanilla ice cream has potential. Even the popcorn could probably be good, but the hamburger and the hot dog kind of threw me off on this. Hamburger hot dog. So they're Othello Boucherib flavor. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> Very good. Um, all right, well. I'm all for I, I'm more for the holiday uh, kind of themed stuff for candies like that, either Halloween or there are now Christmas candy corn. I have seen that where it's uh, red, green and white, but I think it all tastes the fucking same. My favorite Christmas candy, by the way, is those godforsaken nougats with the red and white along the outside and the tiny little weird uh, oh. Ted like Christmas tree yeah. in the middle of it. Yeah. And they just they're just uh, what are those nougats? I think that's what they're called. Yeah, the nougats. Yeah. 
But I've never had any nougat. Really good. But don't they say there's like nougat in a Milky Way? I'm like, mm-hmm. what, what is this nougat then? This yeah. is completely different. <laughs> Nougat's like, J- Jester thinks there's nougat in the middle of a peach. Yeah, there's <laughs> nougat in Dick's bowl that he's smoking. That's probably true. <laughs> Dick, you should really clean your bowl out. It's disgusting whenever you have it out. It just smells like burning plastic is what it smells like. Gross. It is. It's, it's got so much resin in it. I mean, there's no way. He's, I think that's why he's got to smoke so much is that there's just he's smoking resin for three hours a day. <laughs> he smokes so much that he probably probably is cleaning that but by the time we see him at two o'clock it's filthy again because he just has <laughs> yeah, so much going yeah, on yeah. yeah well well he's not snorting pills that's true although he's probably also snorting pills this is the body mass index <laughs> on the chad duke show dying his hair at least we got him to fucking admit that he uses sun in yeah. you know i got him to admit that Jester? i believe he cop to it i'm like a, i'm like a cross examiner <laughs> right I've been a part of that. You're very good at it. I am. I'm an inquisitor. Yeah, I got the things I got Jesse to admit that he's done to kids. Holy shit. I met kids when he was in high school, by the way. Not now. I don't think he's doing that now. Unless they're chimpanzee kids. And then he did it he did it all. It was too late. I've done it all. Um, all right, Jesser, do you have a story for us? Yeah, so um Oh, Lord, he's freaking out. No, I'm not freaking out. I hand shaking. Hand, the hand oh, trembler is what, what they call him. What is up with your shakes? My, I, I mean, I shake ever, all day, every day. Yeah. But that is like a super intense shake you got going on. Seems pretty steady at the moment. Oh, so it's not the Harlem shake. What would it be? The Dundalk yeah. shake? Yeah. Is that what we call him? The Porkville shake. Yeah. Like whenever so- whenever you're fumbling to do something, your hand just gets yeah, going. Yeah, gets a little nervous. <laughs> he's just concentrating. He's trying to make it happen. Got a lot going on over here. He does. He's got cameras. He got the audio. He's got it all. He's so what? He's eating fucking snickerdoodles. He's pounding beers. Yeah, he's throwing true. up after he pounds a beer. <laughs> We're all college football fans. I uh. Yeah. I, uh okay. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Man. Yeah, me neither. I it's, guess. Fine. it's fine. It's, it's okay. I've never had the privilege of going to a sporting event and sitting in one of the really nice boxes where they treat you to all the really nice food and you probably have waiter service sad. and all this and that. <laughs> you also don't have a bathroom that works, so that shouldn't yeah. probably shock us at this all. Is, this is unfortunately very true. There's also a missing child somewhere <laughs> around there, so yeah. it doesn't surprise me you haven't sit in the skybox. The Michigan Wolverines have updated their... Um, catering service for the boxes and they're going to have some food that make me want to go to a wolverines game oh you're gonna to go to a wolverines game this Maybe fucking that Saturday? make me want to go to a wolverine <laughs> game there's not much by the way there is i mean unless the food is in kim kardashian's yeah. ass like i can't imagine that i would want yeah. to do that not even for bourbon barbecued smoked brisket that sounds delicious yeah. especially for a football game a sweet chili chicken lollipop okay I've had, I've had the pork pops before. Those are very good. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. It looks like a big fat drumstick that's rolled in breadcrumbs. Sure. And then, yeah, and the thing. They got for Ant-Man premium mac and cheese with buffalo chicken. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but here's the problem, Jester, is like, I think you're blown away by this, but most like sports franchises now, if you go into the box, like they've had, they have carving stations, like they have a fucking food like this for a At the Nationals games, if you sit down in like the Diamond Club, the, the Diamond Club they have all kinds of, I mean, there's a guy just cutting piece of filet mignon this off. This does sound you. good. Really? Yeah. You haven't been like, and the, for the Nationals, uh, they do a bit at the beginning of each season. They're certainly not going to be get you primed for all the games they're going to win. Mm-hmm. So they like, uh, they do like a food <laughs> tasting where they invite all the bougie media out to eat all the new food and drink all the new beers and like liquors they're going to have. I do remember Ooh. those types of things, but I was usually back in the studio. Sure. Have an Ant-Man. Hey, hey, don't give that Max Scherzer ball to anyone else. <laughs> I'm Collar 10, if you know what I mean. 
How do you know about that? <laughs> because you'd call me every Saturday. Dan Colco's on the air. Like, I scammed him out of a Steven Strasburg pair of baseball pants. Oh, I had to text him every Saturday morning. Did you really? <laughs> I had to find out what was there. What you got, Jimmy? What's in that prize? I'm Collar Ted. <laughs> Hold on. I got to give you a different address and yeah. name. So fucking funny, dude. <laughs> I had like a Drew Store and athletic supporter delivered to me once that he signed. I'm like, what is this? Amy's like, I had to put your name down. <laughs> Jimmy's run out of names. I'm like, I, I work there. I'm going to get in trouble. It was a wild time for you, Ant-Man. Yep. Got a couple WWE wrestling games. Hey, by shit. the way, I never got one of those. I called Ant-Man. I said, hey, man, I got two of these games. Nobody cares about them at all here, but I'd like to play it. He's like, don't worry about it, Dukes. I got you. <laughs> never saw them ever once. <laughs> Thrown right up on eBay. $40 in my gas tank. <laughs> oh, boy. Damn it, I forgot. I didn't bring you one yeah, no shit. Right. Why did I bring that up? $40 <laughs> in my gas tank when the company's not paying <laughs> yeah. for my gas. Right. He hasn't paid for $40 gas in a year. in my pocket. <laughs> Let's see here. It's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, time for a nap. <laughs> Hold on, I've been at work since 11. Ooh, time for a Shark Week Slurpee. <laughs> Ant-Man, that's the alarm that it goes off in Ant-Man's head. <laughs> that, that sounds pretty similar to yeah. it. Sure does. Oh, man. Jimmy, I can't believe you've never sat one of those club levels. We're going to have to. This is what we'll do. I'm not doing it. Me and you, Jim. <laughs> Too much. We'll get Ted to buy us tickets to the Diamond Club. <laughs> no, no, oh, no, that's a good God. idea. Right? All, all we got to do is wait because the tickets to Diamond Club drop to like 75 100 bucks. Like I bought this a couple dude, minutes before the game starts, I, and you but, 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 get about, them for cheap. How about this? You go to the, we're going to the Titans game. Oh yeah, it's the best food in the world. A block out of the fucking stadium. We'll just go to dinner afterwards. They had barbecue on the concourse <laughs> at the Titans game. You're shitting on his story. What other food? What other, oh, yeah, food, yeah, what other food do they have there? Well, <laughs> Michigan Wolverines game. That's okay. I mean, the thing that I don't know when I picture going to a sporting event, I think of hot dogs and hamburgers. So this just seeing Poor. this type of menu, hey, Baltimore. God, trash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But the desserts, Ant-Man. Okay. Desserts. Now we're talking. Peanut butter cup parfait. That sounds nice. Yes. Layers of creamy whipped cream, peanut butter, yogurt, and chocolate mousse. You going to drive 15 hours to get that? Because that's what you're going to have to do if you're going to go to the big house. That along with the caramel apple tart. isn't really a a delicious treat. That's not like ice cream. That's like some healthy yogurt shit you're trying to sell me as a delicious treat. A lot of people don't want to eat a big thick something if they're going to be out at a football game all day, too. You don't want to get all bogged down. Well, yeah. That's their problem. Parfaits are all right. <laughs> they're okay. Yeah, they're all right, but I don't know if I'd want a, that peanut butter cup one. Like the, the straw with the Yeah, with you the wouldn't want a peanut butter cup parfait. There's no well, way you'd eat that. I think of, like, fruit on a parfait. Not a... I mean, look, I'd eat that. Who am I kidding? But, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like you can get that at any sporting event, too. Sorry, I'm not trying to shit on you. This is the Body Mass Index. Gotta reset. Chad Duke's show. Yeah, I think that also you're dealing with a bunch of fucking stadiums that are realizing that, holy shit, I don't think Michigan's going to have a problem doing it, but there's a lot of places where they're like, no one's going out as much as they used to at all for anything, much less sports. So, I mean, check out the movie theaters. They're having to put in waiter service, all the reclinable seats. They just got to, are you all right? Yeah, I had to lift my chair up a little bit. I got to get my weight off my legs. <laughs> it's uh, it's a fight for everyone right now to try to give you a reason to go out and do shit because so you can have so much stuff just delivered to your home and it's so comfortable and people are lazy and fat. So uh, I don't blame Michigan for 
doing that. Um, how do you guys feel about Noodles and Company? I've never been there, believe it or not. That is, I, there is just no. How, who, who do you think is going to believe that? By <laughs> I the just, way, I, who do you think is going to believe that? I was going to go there once when the bagel shop was closed when I went there on a Monday, right. and you're then, talking about the one across the street. Yeah. Okay. And then they told me that you know it was going to be a, a, a little bit of a wait because they had just opened or something. And I was like, "You're banging on the door." I'm hungry now. <laughs> oh, there ain't go. no way I'm waiting. <laughs> You can go wait for these nuts. Um, I think Jim probably has the same uh, love-hate relationship with it that I do in that when we worked it, uh, again, right down the street, that Noodles and Company would deliver us fucking dozens of meals every <laughs> single night. You want to talk about snickerdoodles, they would deliver a stack of snickerdoodles. And that's why you should go there, man, for nothing oh, else. Man. Big-ass <laughs> snickerdoodles that they serve. I like snickerdoodles. But I always was kind of amazed at how the dishes they would fuck up. Like, they would fuck up macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Oh. Uh, they would fuck up spaghetti with meat sauce. Like, shit that should be impervious to not tasting good. Like, you can get a can of either one of those and you'll enjoy it. So, everything was always kind of watery. Um, but a lot of people swear by noodles and company. They got a new bag coming up called a 7 inch delicious seven dollar dishes value menu seven classic uh fan favorite dishes for seven dollars here's the lineup you guys tell me if you like any of these wisconsin mac and cheese mm. kind of par for the course Jap eat you eat it. yeah japanese pan noodles like what is that yeah i don't know what it is but um let me look up pan noodles yeah. here. pan noodles i would assume they're made in a pan that's my analysis <laughs> of the situation <laughs> Pesto cavatappi. Ooh, I like pesto a lot. I know, but what's cap? What's C A V A cavatappi? C A V A T A P P I. Almost seems like that's that like olive oil based. Okay, sauce. no idea. Uh, medium salad. That kind of stinks. Ooh, cre this this cavatappi looks pretty good. <laughs> Man, take a look at this hair cavatappi. Um, it it cavatappi is macaroni formed in a helicopter. Helical tube shape. A what? <laughs> In a oval shape. Okay. <laughs> In a half moon shape, uh, and it's the Italian word for corkscrew. Okay. So that that just that must just be the shape of the noodle. Yes, I would assume that's what it, yeah. that's what rigatoni is. That's what all of those are. The raviolis. That's what all of that is. Uh, pasta fresca, spaghetti, and then buttered noodles. I I am always blown away. I mean, he's, buttered he's noodles moron. are so fucking good. I, I can't believe <laughs> that played out so perfectly. I was about to say I cannot believe how many moron adults that I know that eat buttered noodles. When when do you eat buttered noodles? Oh, all the time. Oh, <laughs> and, oh and and I like the uh, I think they're called egg noodles. <laughs> those things are okay. real good too. Just I, slap some butter on them. <laughs> this this menu stinks. Like these are seven. Like there's two or three of them on here that sound like they're anything decent. A medium salad and buttered noodles. Piss off. Um, the one thing that's interesting, they're offering free delivery for the month of August if you sign Ooh. up for their their fucking Ant Man. By the way, <laughs> I might have I might have a new very loyal customer for Noodles and Company that just signed up um, for the month of August. Ant Man. It orders of fifteen dollars or more if you use their app and their website which okay. is of course i think another one of these deals where people are trying to get around uber eats and doordash i am always surprised that just the fees alone don't get more people off uber eats and doordash because we ordered that buon appetito pizza and mm -hmm. if you order you can order it on doordash yep. and it's you know nine dollar delivery fees where if you go off their website it's like a three dollar fee 
and there's a good chance it's going to take twice as long to get to you, yep. and that the guy will deliver it to the wrong house or just take it home to his family. Yeah, Ant-Man had a situation where he ordered pizza for us, and we watched the guy walk up the stairs of the house across from us, uh, leave nothing, and then speed off and claim that he delivered the food. <laughs> yeah. wow. And then Ant-Man went fucking charging over there and said, hey, y'all get a pizza? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you harassed them, and they said no, right? Yeah, they were like, no, nobody even knocked on the door, nothing, and the Uber guy told the people when i called that that uh he said he delivered it and i'm like well he didn't deliver our damn pizza and i'm standing here at i got the neighbor's to hear house. a 20 minute screaming match at 11 o'clock at night and then a man told me he goes you know what i'm on do dicks and i said what he goes after they go to sleep i'm gonna go over there and go through their garbage because i know they got that goddamn pizza yeah and the rice balls all that right. good food you thought they just ate the pizza and the rice balls and then threw the boxes out yeah that's what i would have done yeah <laughs> Then I would have thrown her purse right down the fucking sewer oh. if you ask me. Oh. What happened? Is it Why does the Uber guy have her purse? I don't know. <laughs> got a big butcher knife too. Um, so I don't know. I feel like a big bowl of pasta is like everyone wants to like that, but right now it's not. You go back to Chipotle and Baja Fresh and all that shit. You got to get these uh, heifers to believe that they're being healthy. <laughs> yeah. um, and Noodles and Company is the opposite of that because yeah. it's just big bowls of pasta. Um, so they're probably trying to scramble a little bit as well. Uh, Cavatappi is pasta that looks as curled like little lasagna shells is what Travis Litch says. So there you go. Never seen it. Never heard of it. So that's interesting because I'm do. i a big mm -hmm. Italian food fan. All right. Uh, very good BMI. I've, well, yeah, I've man. got one more thing. What? I, I saw another story. I just want to ask you about quick. This is the body mass index on the Chad Duke The horse is dead. Well, apparently there's this guy, Chicken Charlie, who's the self-proclaimed deep fry king. Chicken Charlie? Yeah, Chicken right. Charlie of the Orange County Fair. Okay. Well, he has created a chicken sandwich, but he's made a Kool-Aid glaze on the top of it. Do you think that that would go well together? Because it doesn't um, say that it's mixed with like barbecue or anything. It's just, it almost looks just like he took red Kool-Aid, made a paste, and is pasting it on these fried chicken sandwiches. Well, people like uh, sweets with chicken quite a bit. Uh, mumbo sauce is real big here locally. Mm -hmm. I think it's way too sweet. I don't, I don't particularly care for it. Um, I, I've had a Kool-Aid dill pickle before that I did oh, not really? hate. Yeah, I went to a place called the Mean-Eyed Cat, which is a Johnny Cash dive bar in Austin, which I highly recommend. It's a uh, <laughs> fabulous place. Um, and they had a big jar of Kool-Aid dill pickles that were in this big pink fucking fluid. And I was like, yeah, give me two. And they just served them in a, and they served them in a bowl. Oh, and wow. I sat there and cut them up with a fork. And it wasn't it wasn't terrible. Um I don't know. I always side on spicy over sweet, so it's probably not for me. When I get Chinese, I get spicy chicken. When I get fried, I don't put honey on it. I'd rather have to be spicy, so maybe. It could probably be popular. Yeah, I mean, it looks interesting. But does he own a restaurant or anything, or is he just a random guy walking around proclaiming he's Chicken Charlie? So apparently he works all these giant fairs and has made a name for himself doing this Kool-Aid glaze sauce okay. on his chicken sandwiches. Uh, look at audience, sure. Um, so it just looked interesting. I, I had never seen that anywhere. Um, I think if I saw it, though, I'd definitely eat it. Have you guys ever contemplated going to the Texas State Fair? Because that is where everything started, like the fried Oreos, the fried Snickers bars. I mean, the fair food that kind of just kind of exploded and has become mm -hmm. just a part of our popular culture now. It all started there. 
Um, and they're just kind of known for that. So people just go there to eat shit for an entire day, for multiple days, actually. It sounds amazing. The only <laughs> state fairs I've been to is Ohio State Fair and uh, New York State Fair. I think I went to the Indiana State Fair once. A lot of cows. A lot of cow judging. A lot of putting ribbons on cows. Yeah, the Ohio State Fair, the 4-H club. The, and then the crazy thing was all these kids were, like, winning uh, ribbons for their cows. And then they were auctioning them off. And I'm like, oh. The cows or the ribbons? Uh, the cows. Well, you know, Monk does that. Whatever the pig is that wins the big festival out in Loudoun County, he buys and then hits it in the head with a hammer and serves it, like, <laughs> the very next day. I mean, that thing's last day on earth is it's winning this fucking tournament get a big blue ribbon everyone goes crazy for it and there's monk with a goddamn fucking ball peen hammer whack right in the middle of his head and then they hollow it out glad i never won anything no well might be cooked up over there at monks you imagine if we did a, a roast we didn't tell people that it was ant-man and we just put them big oh we just put them big ham hawks up on the goddamn like, no there's nobody that wouldn't pay 15 bucks to get a goddamn plate of that shit i think there's some perverts would would still eat it if oh, you said I, it was oh, i think they would i think they'd do something else to it before they had their way with it as people well would still walk by and say i would yeah, yeah. a lot of people that certainly would all right, very good. Uh, well done, hey, man. That's Thank a very you. good uh, BMI today. Um, I had one last thing that we wanted to get to here, and uh, that was so Kyler Murray signed this uh, this big deal, and uh, you know people had a lot of opinions about it. It wasn't as much as Lamar Jackson, and he hasn't won a playoff game. And I saw some stat the other day that said uh, Kyler Murray has thrown for. One less touchdown pass in the postseason than Derrick Henry has, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> and by the way, the score is, I believe, one wow. to nothing is oh, what it wow. is. Um, That's terrible. It's, it's, it's just awful. So it's a $230 million contract. I think there's some debate about how much is guaranteed. I think it's about $120 million. But the part now that is causing a lot of consternation is that there is an addendum inside and this if you're not a football fan this will still be something that you at least would have an opinion on there's an addendum inside of the contract that orders kyler murray to do film study mm -hmm. and not film study with the team when they're all doing film study but i believe it's four hours additional film study a week uh, that is uh, here's the language in the contract quote material provided to him by the club in order to prepare for the club's next upcoming game um they also i guess they gave him a laptop or a tablet or something and they have language in the contract that says you have to sit and watch this you can't be playing video games while you do it <laughs> yeah I've never heard of such a thing. <laughs> no video games, no movies, uh, no listening to music. There was like a whole list of things it, it would, that you it, couldn't do. You know, it's like talking to Jesse. It's like talking to Ant-Man or, <laughs> or a child. It's like the way you would speak to a fucking child, which leads me to believe that the Cardinals felt this was necessary to include in this monster contract, which leads to two questions. One is, how the fuck are you giving this guy this much money? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> if you need this in the contract, and if you need this in the contract, how are you going to enforce it? Mm -hmm. um, and then you must have known that this is going to be going to become public. Yeah. Public information. And now it is. And everybody's debating. Now, the part about this that is the craziest part is that Either you believe that they knew this was going to get out, so perhaps it's actually genius, where you give Kyler Murray all the money that he wants, you give him the boost, but you flame him 
Everyone shames the shit out of him for saying, oh my God, how could this... I mean, you talk it's like Peyton Manning. You think you ever had to put a clause in Peyton Manning's contract to watch film? No, <laughs> you did not. And of course, Mike Florio's ass goes and finds an interview um, from last season where Kyler Murray says, I'm blessed with cognitive skills to just go out there and see things before it happens. I'm not one of those guys that goes out there and kills myself watching film. I don't sit there for 24 hours and break down this team and that team and watch every team because in my head, I see so much. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. You're just faster than a lot of the other guys that play yeah. your position. That is a crazy thing for him to say. Uh... It also shows a lack of self-awareness because even if that is the truth and you don't watch film, I'm sure there's lots of guys that take the fucking prep, throw it in the back of the car, and they're like, I'm whoever. I'm going to go out there and kill it on Sunday. But you don't say it. Yeah. This is a bizarre story, and it goes to a couple of different things. It goes to how quarterback hungry the entire league is. They're like, we can't get rid of this guy. But he doesn't watch film. He's five foot eight. You know, he has problems throwing from behind center. He's always rolling. I, I don't know. It's it's a crazy story that has a lot of different ways that you can analyze it. Um, I don't think a lot of which look particularly good for Murray or the organization. No, so when you sent over the story, I actually was reading through it, and at first I'm like, the fact that you got to tell this kid to do this, like, why the hell are you paying him? And then, um, you know, when they get to the owner, like, I guess they called around the league and talked to different uh, GMs and stuff. And it, by the time I got through the end, I'm like, the Cardinals are terrible for, for putting this in there, knowing that it's going to get out. It's, it almost seemed like somebody did it on purpose. And and then also, why is Kyler Murray saying that he doesn't do all this stuff and then expect to get paid a ton of money? And now... If you have a, if you're, if you have a sense of entitlement, yeah. if you're disconnected from reality. Yeah, but now if he has a bad game, every, every one of their fans is going to be like, oh, he didn't watch film this week. And, and then how are you going to defend him if he just had a bad game? Like, like now you've had, now you've built in an excuse for your fan base to hate this dude, and it it just seems like a lose lose for both sides of it. I think the, the the main issue here is that if you're operating under the argument that they did this for him to for a kick in the ass, like everyone's going to say, oh my god, he doesn't watch film. This isn't the right way to go about it. And the other part about this is if he doesn't watch enough film and you're so worried, like, th th what this means is, and again, I, I don't I don't have the information. I don't know how much film he watches. But for an organization to feel that it was necessary to put into print in a legal binding contract to the extent where if he doesn't do it, he yeah. loses his deal. All right? This would be like if oh, the guy's an alcoholic. I mean, he's got to take a breathalyzer every fucking day. And if he, if he blows over the legal limit, then we, get, we cut him and he loses his contract. It means that they've already spoken to him about it several times and that he hasn't improved, that he hasn't changed his behavior, so this was the last step. The interesting thing is they're taking the last step as they are extending him and giving him over $100 million in guaranteed money. It makes absolutely no sense at all, but you know, they're not a good franchise, but maybe this is the desperation that these teams are facing when it comes to finding a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, look, if he was... A out there performing like some of the top quarterbacks in the league, being able to throw from in the pocket. Yeah. You don't he, think he's performing like a top quarterback in the league? I, I, top I'm, 15? Yeah, top 15. He's in the top 50%, but I, not the top five, and he's being paid like a top five quarterback right now. 
Well, and he's, he's kind of getting paid like a quarterback right now. I mean, I'm going to disagree with you because I don't think Kirk Cousins is top five quarterback, and he was the highest paid player in the league like two years ago. This is, I mean, yeah. it's kind of a, he, he's not, he didn't get Deshaun Watson's deal. I don't even think he has Aaron Rodgers' deal. Um, and it's, you know, a year and a half after that or whatever it is. Well, he's, no, that's not true. It's very more recent than that. I don't know. Um, I mean, nobody blew their doors off with a trade proposal, that's for sure. Nobody came yeah. knocking on the door about this kid. This to me is like, uh, was it FOMO, fear of missing out. Okay. The, the the a quarterback is such high commodity that you're willing, you're willing to give this money, but you have to treat them like a child, in an effort to not lose this person, and then look back in five years and think, Christ, if we still had him, maybe we'd have won the Super Bowl. Sure. Did, um, could it, what could it be that they they added this clause to try to protect themselves so that if if he turns into a crap quarterback and isn't putting in the work that they could just get out of it? Well, I don't know. He, I don't think he's going to turn into a crap quarterback. Um, this guy Eddie Marquis said, "I wager a lot of NFL players are big gamers." Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I don't care if he plays video games. I would prefer, yeah. by the way. I, I, let me say this: If I'm going to draft the quarterback in the first round and then pay him 120 million dollar guaranteed, I prefer he doesn't play video games. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> At all. I, I, I and I play video games all the time. I would prefer that he doesn't. I'm not saying you can't play video games. I'm saying I've never. We, I've we, we've been fo- all been following football our whole lives in some way, shape, or form, right? Like you never have heard of a of a team putting it into a contract. Now I know there's been other quarterbacks that Brett Favre has come up a hundred times now. People said like he didn't watch a lot of film. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. Okay. But again, this is the first time that we've heard about a team specifically saying not only do you have to watch the fucking film, but you can't be watching movies or on on social media or or playing, you know, Street Fighter Six when, <laughs> when this is going on. Yeah. So it, it is it is weird that it's in there. Um, also, it, it, it's just. Uh, I don't know. I just couldn't get by the fact that they're adding this, also paying him, uh, I think it was like $42 million a season. And, and like, it, to, to have these doubts. But you're right. There, there's not a lot of great quarterbacks. He, he's probably one of the fastest in the league at that position. He does have a good arm. He could throw the ball. Well, yes, he, man, he can but, throw the ball. He's a quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I don't know. It just seemed really troublesome. It reminded me of, like, when my dad would say, you, you can't play the PlayStation until you did all your homework. And then I wouldn't do my homework, and I'd play the PlayStation, and you take the PlayStation away. Like, I feel like they're, like, treating him. You don't, I, I yeah, don't want to be. Yeah, you don't want to be that that problem. And the age part of it, I'm sorry, you can't. It, you're the you're the goddamn quarterback. Go to the Al Pacino speech from any given Sunday. It's the reason why Dwayne <laughs> Haskins taking the goddamn selfie on the sidelines. God rest his soul. It's different than if you're a wide receiver and you do it, or a cornerback, or a fullback, or whoever it is. These are the leaders of men. They're the apex. It's why they get all the money. It's why they get all the commercials is that you are held to a higher standard, which, by the way, is fine. You should be held to a higher standard. Um, You're in a leadership role. And so that's why it's a, a bigger deal when something like this happens. I don't give a fuck. The Cardinals aren't my team. I know that if I was rooting for a team and this happened, like I can criticize the Titans now for how much money they gave Ryan Tannehill, and he's been to the fucking playoffs. He's led them to a what fourteen win season. Like you, you're allowed to criticize an organization when these stories like this pop up, and you're not necessarily condemning the kid. Um, but if you're going to take all the glory, and you're going to take all the power, and you're going to take all the influence, you got to take all the scrutiny as well. And that's that's what we're dealing with here. Um, 
I would I would not be happy about this if I was a Cardinals fan. And honestly, I would probably, if I'm looking at it, it's like this is more to sell tickets. And this is more to kind of stay where we are. It's not to reach that next level. A lot of these elite quarterbacks, I mean, when you're watching Josh Allen, you're watching Joe Burrow, you're watching these guys, you're like, oh, my God, they're getting better every year. And in three years, where are they going to be? Do we think Kyler Murray is going to get better every single year? I mean, some statistical categories he has. But the team, for, to me, looks like they're probably a 10-win team. You know, if yeah. he plays poorly, probably an 8- or 9-win team. If he plays really well, an 11- or 12-win team, and then they'll lose to whoever they face in the postseason immediately as soon as they get there. Until they don't. All right, very good. Um, we'll have to see. He's exciting. Yeah. He's one guy that I would pay my uh, my money to to see play. All right, turn that off, Jester. You're driving me fucking insane. <laughs> While we're here, I want to say thank you to Mr. Joe Azer for sponsoring the show. If you're nervous about competing with other buyers in a crazy market, you know what a good way it is to avoid that? Don't even let the house get to market. Joe Azer's got that Rolodex, Jack. He's got a big list of houses that can go on sale at any moment, and a lot of times he can get you into one before it's even you know before you're sitting there and uh, doing what ted was doing was driving around every fucking weekend to a house like an idiot um bidding 20 percent over the asking price because he's got a bunch of other morons that are sitting there doing the same thing even though your friend chad is like hey ted i got a guy that could do a lot better than your crony your wife's fucking drinking buddy from college whoever the hell is trying to get you into these houses we all know this ted's a moron you're not call joe azer Get your house before it goes on the market. If you can do that, it's going to save you a huge headache, and that's what he's all about, saving headaches. 571-989-ACER, 571-989-2937. That is his actual cell phone number. Text him whenever you like. P- uh, please, clamping policy applies, not before 9 a.m. All right, let's just <laughs> let's just go. God, did I get a bunch of crazy texts from Clamp last night. God damn, he just, he just can't stop himself. Um Call Joe Azer, 571-989-Azer. Tell him Chad Duke sent you. And if you're buying or selling a home in the Northern Virginia area, it's the only call you need to make. Um, quickly before we end the show, uh, Jimmy, you actually were the subject of a controversy this week where at Secret Santa, Clamp had gotten you a cameo from Ray Lewis. Have you received that cameo yet? I have. What did you think of it? Uh, it was really, really cool. Uh, you can tell Ray doesn't get the bits that we do on the show. But I thought he gave it a good... He did. He gave it a good go, <laughs> you know? When uh, He kind of breaks up a little bit when he talks about a failed vasectomy. He didn't know what to do with yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spider Clam sent Ray Lewis the information that Jester has had a failed vasectomy. Which, by the way, I believe is still failing. Oh, no. <laughs> we might have an update in a future show. Oh, we do? All right, excellent. Oh, keep, Jesus. keep that in my back pocket. I'm excited for that update. Learn about his juggy count. The fact that he's just going in yeah, and yeah. putting his juggy in a cup. Juggy count, by the way, one of my favorite new metal bands from the, uh, from the early 2000s. I'm sure Dawson will go see them up in Baltimore somewhere. Juggy count. Um, did you like the cameo, though? What did you think of the uh, – I thought it was a great effort. Yes, yeah, it was really cool. And I, it, it was, I, he went way above and beyond than what he should have. Did you uh, see why I didn't want to play it on the show? I, I get it, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a you know an option there for emotional – to come out rather than the festive. Sure, and- didn't want that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't get emotional much. You've seen it once. It's ugly. So. Here's, it's true. It's always rage, by the way. It's always yeah. just anger and hate and rage. Um, That's the only emotion I've ever seen from him. Yeah, we're like, Jester, why don't you get the, the pizzas? Ah! <laughs> um, so I thought, do you remember at the end of the Holiday Hoot Nanny when Clamp went off on that crazy-ass jag where he's like, 
this man Chad Dukes, you don't know the shit he knows about Jester, and he isn't saying a fucking thing. Like I'm paraphrasing, yeah. but you remember what I'm talking about? I re-listened to it just to Bizarre, so I could hear correct? exactly what was said. And yeah, it was, it was a little weird. Is it as, as weird as it was when it happened? Because I remember being really weirded out by it. Yeah, well, I think I was in a process of getting stuff moved, so okay. I didn't really hear it that great sure. live. But yeah, re-listened to it, it was like, ha ha. This is how weird <laughs> this has gotten now. So the fact that I thought, I don't know if the listeners are going to be able to follow me here, but <laughs> I thought what Clamp was talking about was this cameo, in which case it was fine. Clamp was sitting there saying, hey, Jester's having some troubles. Chad's got his best interest in heart. He didn't play cameo just in case it might have affected <laughs> Jester a certain way. He's looking out for you. I was like, that's nice. If Clamp actually, that's what he was thinking. That's it's kind of mature. Uh, mm -hmm. It's a, a kind thing to th say. And hopefully it was correct. Clamp was messaging me that whole morning about the whole thing. Hey, man, I'm sorry. I freaked out. I don't know what that was all about. Yeah, I apologize. I freaked out. I freaked out. I was like, okay. He listens to the, he listens, he must, God bless him. He must hit the second the zeros and ones hit two o'clock. He must hit play on that fucking thing. <laughs> so 30 minutes at 2.30, uh -huh. he starts blowing up the fucking DMs of the show. Hey, man, it wasn't about the cameo. It was about, and then he lists all the horrible things in Jester's life. All of them. Oh. And he goes, it's the fact that you know about all this shit. You don't ever bring it up. You know, like Jester, put a piece of shit his life is. And I'm like, I'm like, Clint, do you know how much worse this is, what you're saying to me right now? This means you're an asshole. It's like, why would you bring that up on the Christmas show? Because if you bring it up, what's the what? What are people going to respond with? What's Clamp talking about? What's yeah. Chad keeping a secret? What's going on with Jim Jester? Mm-hmm. He could have just let it go. He could have taken the W and all. Oh, he was looking out for him and not playing the cameo. But no, it's <laughs> the worst. Yeah. I and mean, there's so much shit that I don't even want to say. Yeah, the fact that it was like it went from protecting Jester to, to <laughs> beating me up. Yeah, like attacking him. And wasn't he it, giving you a bunch of gifts at the time where he's beating you up? Yeah. He was your secret Santa. And yeah, and I thought he did a pretty good job too with it. I he mean. Did. Dude, what the hell, Clamp? I don't know, but it was so freaky when I saw. And I said to him, "I said, Clamp, you have no idea how much worse it is now than it was if you just would have left it alone." But you know him; he can't. Yeah, he's got a clamp. Yeah, <laughs> he was doing some serious clamping this morning. He's, he's such clamping. a nice guy, too. Right? I mean, that night it, it seemed like he was had I good know. intentions. He I, okay. Now he, I he guess did, I look, shouldn't think that. Let me explain something to you. He didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you the DM as soon as we're done. Here. You're a monster, clown. Fucking monster. Good lord. <laughs> fucking monster. Oh, that's loud. Oh, that's nice and loud right there. I like that. He did yeah, drive yeah. me home when I was blackout that yeah, one time. Yeah. That was He's bad. a good dude. He's just. I would love. You know what? If I'll let Jester look at it, and if Jester's okay with me taking a screen cap and posting it in the supporter <laughs> chat, I might do it. Chances are the supporters are going to see it. Here's what I'm going to tell you, Jester. The, everything bad that's going on in your life right now, somehow Clamp knows it, and that's what he was talking about, and trying to put your business in the street on Christmas in front of the whole audience. Oh, my. That is a lot of topic of conversation after the show. I guess. Yeah, but that's for people that are here that we know well enough to be He's a madman. Not like weirdos like Stephen M. Gray. Oh, sorry. sorry oh, he's, not, he's not a weirdo. He's a slobbering, ossified drunk. There is a huge difference between the two. All right, everybody. Thank you so much to everyone that watched live on Facebook tonight. You never know when we're going to pop up, so become a Facebook subscriber so you can watch live. It's real easy. Just go to Facebook.com slash Chad Duke Show and take care of it. Got to thank the D-Man for donating in the very last closing minutes of the show, guys. Very good. No need, do it again. no need to vape or anything, but we do appreciate him donating. <laughs>
You're going to vape anyway, yeah, man? All right, very good. Um, appreciate him. And thank you to nice lady Daniel and Mark Forger for donating as well. The tickets to the Tally Ho are on sold sale. Out. No, they're not sold. Uh. Keep that fucking bot in your pants. I just see number five from Short Circuit. That's Ant-Man's bot, like, going up and threatening the guys at the Tally Ho with his laser. Give me all the tickets. Number five is alive. Uh, Ant-Man also wants a number five supersized. Um, oh, yeah, I did with a Diet Coke. The Rodcast CD is on sale as well at CommonwealthJuggins.com. Go buy all of those and roll out the truck. Oh, thank you to Jester and thank you to Ant-Man for being here tonight. We'll figure this yeah, thing out, all of us. Stop, could you please stop vaping? Yeah. And right, roll out the truck. That was a good one. Thank you.